I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe for free to iTunes, Heidi Harris Show. You can also catch my live radio broadcast in Las Vegas, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. weekdays on AM 670 KMZQ. And if you forget all that, just go to HeidiHarris.com where all the information is up there. And I also post these podcasts up there a couple times a week. Let's talk about Bob Kraft and this whole thing with the sting in the massage parlor and this and that. I'm not here to judge Bob Kraft. I mean, obviously, I think prostitution is immoral. But the, the larger issue for me is the fact that these folks, and there were several people apparently caught in it. Bob Kraft says he's innocent. I don't know. I wasn't there. They say they have him on tape. Who knows? There were some other big executives and pretty well-known names in the business industry caught in this at the massage parlor. And you have to say to yourself, do these guys not understand that these women are being held against their will for the most part? Massage parlors, as you know, are nothing more than fronts for prostitution, these kind of massage parlors anyway. And the women who are in there are generally brought over from Asian countries and trapped in these massage parlors and forced to be prostitutes, basically, all day long. This is what they're forced to do. And I... I'm surprised that these men who are so smart in other ways don't seem to know, or maybe they don't care, that these women are not there through their own free will. I've interviewed a lot of people over the years who have been in the prostitution business, either they're current prostitutes, they're former prostitutes, or I actually talked to a woman who was a brothel madam, had her on the show years ago. I've read a lot on it. I've seen a lot of documentaries and various things on it, and once again, not just documentaries, talking to people who've actually been in the life, as they call it. And everybody knows that the majority of people who are in it are not there voluntarily, either because they were molested as children and they feel like they're dirty and who cares? They're already destroyed, so what's the difference? To me, that's somebody who's not really doing it voluntarily. Or they are being trafficked by somebody. I saw an interesting documentary the other day on Amazon called Sex Slaves, and they were talking about the women in places like Moldova and other Eastern European places, Ukraine, whatnot. And it was just heartbreaking, the abject poverty that these women live in. You take that and you add a pretty girl, and most of these girls are very pretty when they're teenagers and young adults. And what choices do they have? They think they're going to go to some place like Turkey and work as a nanny so they can help support their family. But the reality is that's not what happens most of the time. They get sold to some sex trafficker, and then the next thing you know, they wind up working in a Turkish brothel or even smuggled to the UK or someplace else. And a lot of these women are smuggled to places where prostitution is legal. And what surprised me the most is I had a couple of listeners on my Heidi Harris Show Facebook page the other day when I posted about Bob Kraft say, well, you know, I mean, if they just made it legal and safe... and." I, I'm shocked that people in 2019 don't understand that prostitution is not going to be better because it's legal and quote-unquote safe. There's a woman currently suing the state of Nevada because she says she was trafficked through a couple of brothels in Nevada where, once again, prostitution is legal in a couple of counties. But th that's an important distinction. There are women working in brothels who take their money home every two weeks or whatever, whenever they get out of there, to some guy, and then go back and spend a couple weeks in the brothel working. Then they come home and they bring him the money. Now, they may not be giving all the money to the pimps who run the place, like uh, your average prostitute working in the hotel rooms in Vegas, but they go home and give it to somebody else. I know this for a fact. I've talked to people in this business who've done this. So it's not like I'm thinking these things are bad. I know the truth. 
And it's pretty shocking that people don't really care about women. They're just there to service them. And they don't. a guy like Bob Kraft, for heaven's sake, he could afford to pay for the most beautiful hooker in the world to show up at his hotel room or show up at his house. Why would you go to some stupid massage parlor to begin with and risk something like that? That's crazy land. But beyond that, they're just ignoring the reality. I heard Spike Lee. I did not watch the Oscars. I do not watch the Oscars. But Spike Lee, the other night, I did see part of his speech, and he was talking about slavery in America and this and that and the other. And I thought, you know what, Mr. Lee? Now, I don't know if he's addressed the issue of sex slavery. Maybe he has at another time, and I missed it. So I will give him the benefit of the doubt. But what I would like to have had him say is how much slavery exists right now in America. You've got people enslaved by their own people. You've got black pimps pimping out black women, white pimps pimping out white women. You've got Asians being brought in here illegally and kept in massage parlors when their papers are taken away from them, if they ever had them, and they're in fear of their lives. They don't want to speak up to authorities because they can't. You've got women coming in here from Mexico who are trafficked into the fields. Uh, by the people who are supposed to be helping them out. The folks who are perpetrating these crimes on the women, for the most part, are their own countrymen. In this interesting documentary, uh, Sex Slaves, and I've seen many on the topic, but this particular one, these women who were being trafficked were being trafficked by folks from their own country. Who were just, women, by the way, women from their own country were taking them down to the bus station, exchanging a thousand bucks from somebody, and then putting these girls on a bus someplace. And the girls were actually sold like cattle. I mean, that's how crazy it is. And it still goes on every single day in this country and every other country in the world. As long as there's a demand, there are going to be people held in sexual slavery. So it's not just about ha, 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 he, he, let's laugh at Bob Kraft for getting caught in a massage parlor. Why don't, why don't the federal officials go in there and free all these girls? In one of the movies that I saw, you know, they had a bust and they managed to get a lot of the girls out of this massage parlor where they were working. But all they did is turn around and kick them out of the country. So if you kick them out of the country and you send them back to Moldova or wherever they're from, where there's no money at all, what's going to happen? They're going to turn around and come back because they have no way to support their families. If you grow up in most of the world as a woman and you're not wealthy, you're not going to become a doctor or a lawyer. It's not going to happen. We in America complain, and I'm as guilty as anybody else, about whining about the silliest little hangnail. We complain about this. We complain about that. And other places in the world, women have no options, none. You live in Thailand, places like that. Unless you are wealthy, you're not going to school. You have no hope for a future. You're going to grow up. You're going to turn 12 or whatever. Sometimes they're much younger than that. You go to work in a brothel. And you support your family, and there is nothing else. India, Pakistan, a lot of these places, it's just heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking, but you have no choices. We in America have the choice to do anything we want with our lives, to get married or not, to work or not, have children or not, work in a brothel or not. Some people choose it. Some people choose it. But I have yet to meet somebody who's chosen to work in a brothel who at some point in her life was not molested. I interviewed a brothel madam a few years back. Lovely woman. You just immediately liked her. She was such a sweet lady. And we got to talking, and she was saying that when she was a kid, she was molested by her stepfather. And her mother knew about it. And years later, she asked her mother, she said, why didn't you do anything? And her mother said, well, you were the strongest one of the kids, and so we needed a place to live. And I know that sounds evil. If you've never heard it before, it sounded evil to me, because I luckily escaped that as a child. Nothing bad like that ever happened to me as a kid. 
But it's horrifying that this does go on. And you have to say to yourself, if this woman had not been molested as a six-year-old, would she be a brothel madam today? Probably not. Because your body's the most precious thing you have. And as a woman, the idea of letting some strange guy or 25 a day put their hands on me is so reprehensible, I can't even think about it. There's no way if you feel normal about who you are that you would allow that. There's no possible way if you valued yourself as a human being and you valued your body that you could make a living doing that. There's no way. And I've had people say to me, well, you know what, what you, you need to stay out of it. It's none of your business. Uh, we want to do this. I don't believe it. I don't believe if you had a healthy attitude toward men, toward sex, and toward your body that you would be doing this for a living. And you guys who think for a second that these girls are into you are nuts. They should be giving Oscars to these women. I know they do, you know, porn Oscars. But they should be giving Oscars to these women who work in strip bars and places like that because they are the best actresses in the world. They look into your eyes and you think they're really into you and they just want your money. I once talked to a girl who spent a lot of years dancing in bars. She wrote a book called Dancing for the Devil. Her name was Annie Dunwald, great lady. And we were talking about it and I said, isn't it true that when you're up on that stage and you're looking down at a guy, and he's drooling over you and going to give you money, and you're in complete control of the situation. Isn't it true that that fixes something in your psyche? And she said, absolutely. Now, why would that be? Because if you're somebody who's been molested as she was, you've had something terrible happen to you, all of a sudden now you're in control. Now, he can't touch you unless you say so. He can't get near you unless you say so. You don't think that's part of the reason these girls get involved in it? Of course it is. So my point is, and I will stick to this, and I will never doubt it for a second that this is the truth. If you are psychologically healthy, in other words, you feel correctly about sex, about your body, and about men, you are not going to be dancing in strip clubs and you are not going to be selling your body because there's no way you could do it. And a lot of these women who work in these strip clubs, I got news for you guys, they hate men. They hate them. They look at you as suckers, easy marks, someone to take advantage of. They don't like you. They're not into you. And neither are the girls in the massage parlors. They're great fakers. That's it. But as long as there are people who want to buy it, there are going to be women who are willing to sell it. And Bob Kraft's just the tip of the iceberg. People like him, he just happened to get caught, supposedly. Supposedly. But will anything change? Probably not. My guess would be that a lot of other quote-unquote prominent local people have been caught up in this also, and that's the bigger issue. These guys always defend each other because so many of them are involved in this that everybody keeps their mouths shut because nobody wants to get in trouble, and that's another aspect of this that uh, allows it to go on. Meanwhile, the women are being victimized, and who's speaking up for the women? And then when we do arrest the women, what do we do? We arrest them and put them in prison or jail or something and charge them and make them sound like they're the victims. They're not the victims. They are not the victims. They're the innocent people who've been trafficked. And sure, a woman might get mean and kill somebody. I read a story the other day about a woman who spent many years in prison for killing a man who pimped her out for five years from the time she was a teenager. Yeah, you get mean. And yeah, you get tired of it. And yeah, maybe you turn on your pimp and ultimately kill him. I'm sorry, you're still a victim. To me, that's self-defense. Even if it takes a couple of years for you to finally come around to it and have the strength or the ability to do it, that's self-defense in my book. These women are not the criminals. They are the victims. And I realize I'm just expelling carbon dioxide for no reason by saying this, because if you're somebody who goes to prostitutes, shame on you, really. 
you're exploiting them, and you're exploiting yourself, and it's shameful. But Bob Craft is only the tip of the iceberg, unfortunately, and those of us like me will continue to speak out and do the best we can to stop it. But as long as there are people who want it, sadly, there are people who are going to be willing to sell women into that occupation. It's a tragedy. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me for the Heidi Harris Show weekday mornings 6 to 9 on 670 AM KMCQ in Las Vegas. And also check out my website, HeidiHarris.com, where I post these podcasts. You can look at some archived ones, and, and I put blog posts and things like that, HeidiHarris.com. And Facebook, Heidi Harris Show. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Mm-hmm.